With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come. That's JustFurry.com. For the people with cheap seats in the back, it's JustFurry.com. Brand new website. It's a social networking site made for furries to find friends, share art, and a lot more. Check out JustFurry.com. That's www.justfury.com. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying... Welcome back to our big program. We have got a great guest on the telephone. Uh, Jeff Ferry joins us here in our broadcast. How are you, Jeff? I'm great. How are you today? Pretty good, actually. Thanks for being on the uh, the program with us today. Uh, but before we get going here, give us a little bit on your background, my friend. Sure. I am the chief economist with the Coalition for a Prosperous America, and we are a Washington coalition that brings together manufacturers, labor unions, and agricultural groups. We're bipartisan. What brings us all together is that we're focused on fixing the U.S. trade situation in order to improve the health of manufacturers, workers, and farmers in the American economy. And I myself, I'm the chief economist. I've got economics degrees from a couple of uh, institutions on the East Coast and in London. And I worked previously as a financial journalist, and for 10 years I was a marketing executive in technology companies before returning to my original profession as an economist. Wow. Heck of a resume, my friend. Uh, Jeff Ferry with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And Jeff has recently written an uh, article about GM cutbacks are due to offshoring, not tariffs. And uh, explain this uh, to us, because a, a lot of folks think that it's because of the tariffs. They've been told this by a lot of uh, media folks. Uh, give us your take on all this. Yes, I think you're right. The media is obsessed with the tariffs, as indeed they're obsessed with a half dozen major talking points, whether it's a wall or whatever. The media are like a flock of seagulls. They all flock to the same point. But if you look at the reality of what's going on in the automobile industry today, and specifically in General Motors, and it's no secret they publish um, quarterly reports in various forms, um, um, conference calls, earnings press releases, and other documents about their corporate strategy. The tariffs have a minor cost impact on General Motors, but that is completely outweighed by the very, very strong sales they are enjoying for their SUVs and their trucks. They've um, introduced a range of crew cab trucks, which are A, more expensive, and B, very popular. So their earnings are doing fine. So what, what's really going on at General Motors is they said to the 2018, the end of 2018, things are looking very good. This is a good time for us strategically to make some cutbacks. Um, let's, let's make those cutbacks before we're under cash pressure from Wall Street or pressure from unions. So, um, you know, I think she, Mary Barra, is a smart woman, the woman who runs GM. She took that moment 
to say, um, here's what I want to do. I want to shut a bunch of American plants. I want to move production of a new SUV that's coming out next year to Mexico. And I want to free up some cash to focus on some hot, sexy ideas like um, electric cars and self-driving cars. Now, my view of that is the problem is that's not good for the American car worker because she's moving production to Mexico. Um, and by the way, production in other countries still can, like China is a priority for General Motors. What's not a priority is U.S. production. And that's not good for either the American car worker nor the American economy. And I also raise the question as to whether um, our largest car company and one of the world's largest companies ought to be making multi-billion dollar bets on um, fashionable technologies like self-driving electric cars because, you know, only in the last week um, a, a Silicon Valley expert came out and said, by the way, self-driving cars is a major industry. That's, that's decades and decades away if it ever happens at all. We've got a great guest with us today. Jeff Ferry joins us here in our broadcast. And um, so give us give us your thoughts on, on why self-driving cars would be not a good idea. Well, you know, I'm not a I'm not an artificial intelligence software programming expert. I did work in the tech industry and what I can what I seem to what I've read and what I've learned from talking to tech people is the, the number of unforeseen, unpredictable events that can happen in the road in the daytime and nighttime, and all of us drive cars, we all, I think, know what the software guys are referring to when they talk about this, is so great, and the risk of a disaster, and frankly, we've seen a couple of disasters already, are, are strong enough that this is not going to be practical for decades and decades, maybe 50 years. I mean, I don't think I'll live to see it. Um, I, my, my daughter might or her, her child might. Um, you know, it's just too risky and too difficult to expect anything that could happen on a road, and it could involve, you know, a, a gust of wind, it could involve a bicycle, just anything. So, so that makes it a long shot. Now, do I think that Silicon Valley companies using venture capital money ought to be exploring this technology? Absolutely. That's what they're there for. They're using money that the, 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 the fellow investing has mentally written it off as he's investing. This may come to nothing, he says. General Motors is in a different situation. It employs, um, well, I think, around 100,000 Americans and many people outside America. It, it is a mainstay of a multi-billion dollar industry today. It ought to be investing, and it is investing, in incremental improvements in cars and trucks today. I want to see more of that, and I'm not so sure I want to see it positioning itself in front of its Wall Street audience as, hey, we're as you know, sexy and adventurous as some Silicon Valley company staffed by a bunch of 20-somethings, and as I said, spending money that the company that's invested that money's mentally already written it off. We've got Jeff Ferry with us today. He joins us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast, and Boulder to Boulder on TalkShoe, also AMFM247.com, iHeartRadio Today. And Jeff has recently uh, wrote a fantastic article about GM cutbacks are due to offshoring, not tariffs. And uh, they had a very, General Motors had a very good year in 2018. Tell us a little about. Uh, what they what they did in 2018 and uh, how they were able to uh, have a good year. 
Well, you know, the car market in 2018 in this country was flat. We sold 17 million vehicles just like we did in 2017. However, GM saw significant increases in revenue, unit sales of SUVs, and profit. And they beat Wall Street's expectations on profit in the third quarter. And when they report the fourth quarter, I expect the same thing will happen. And, and the reason that happened is because they're shifting their product mix towards SUVs and trucks, and within those two categories, towards more expensive vehicles. The average selling price of a GM vehicle last year was $36,000. Think of that. I mean, that is a lot of money for your average selling price. GM is no longer, you know, competing with the Toyota Yaris to sell small, compact vehicles to uh, young folks just out of college. They are now focusing on that sort of family man and family woman who wants an SUV and a truck um, because they've got a family and they've got to carry things around in the back. And, um, you know, that's a, that's a, you know, I can't criticize that business strategy. That's a good strategy. That's where the American consumer wants to go. As we know, gas prices are down. I just saw the, the CPI figures. They're down 10% over a year ago. So people are saying, okay, I can now buy the larger vehicle I wanted to own. So, you know, that's the GM strategy here in the U.S. In, in Europe, they, they sold off their business. In China, they're, they're having some problems because the Chinese consumer is struggling. Uh, Chinese car sales are down in 2018. So, you know, there's, there's a lot going on if you run a, a big multi-billion dollar business like this, but, you know, that's, that's why we pay them the big bucks to run that business, to invest in the future of that business and keep it growing. And I think what they need to do, what was, I'm sorry, what the U.S. government needs to do is to create more incentives to produce in this country and less incentive to produce in specifically Mexico because that's where our production is going. And, you know, nobody wants to hurt the Mexican economy, but our number one priority has to be the U.S. economy, the U.S. worker, the U.S. consumer, and the U.S. corporation. We've got Jeff Ferry with us today, and uh, before we let you go, Jeff, how do we find you online, social media, communicate with you there? Sure, thank you. Yes, prosperousamerica.org is our website. As I said, we're a coalition of uh, company owners, of labor unions. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.